Hello, and welcome to the Black Maternal Health Podcast, the show that helps families thrive through pregnancy, parenting, and beyond. This series focused on mental health and wellness, hosted by Josephine Pugh and Russia Cardenas, produced by First Five Sacramento and the Sacramento County Public Health Department. Hello, I'm Dr. Pugh, and thank you for joining me and my co-host, Russia. In this episode, we will dive into the first agreement from the text, The Four Agreements written by Don Miguel Ruiz. The first agreement is be impeccable with your word. I want to open with a quote from this chapter. What you dream, what you feel, and what you really are will be manifested through the word. We all have heard the saying that words are powerful. Many of us can recall things from our childhood that were said to us to tear us down. And maybe some of those things we believed, and that really has impacted us as adults. Right. Um, So our words impact our mood and how we judge others, whether we have positive or negative thoughts about someone. And if we share what we are thinking, um, those thoughts, those positive or negative thoughts. And what we say drives what we feel and our emotions drive our thoughts. So then it becomes cyclical. So in this episode, we will look more at how this agreement can help us be better with our words. Um, And then, you know, when I start to think about what does it mean to be impeccable with my word, I think of some things that I heard um, throughout my life and my childhood is, you know, my word is my bond. Um, I never make a promise I can't keep. Uh, I do what I say and say what I do. Mm -hmm. And um, those were things. Another one that I, you know, often heard is if I say I'm going to do something, you know, that is it. Like it's going to be done. Like I don't, I don't. I don't do that. You know, some people are very serious about their words. And so when I thought about um, this chapter and as I read it, I was thinking about those people in my life who, um, who live through that really. Um, So to be accountable, you know, for the things that they say to themselves and to others without judgment or blame. And so it's one thing to, on the surface to say, you know, I never make a promise that I can't keep, but what that's external. But I think that what the point is here is for at least for in this book and what I got out of this text is that to be accountable think, to the things that you say to yourself um, and being mindful that the word is not only what we use externally on others, but really also what where we start within the root of ourselves and how we start manifesting those words um, with ourselves first and then with others second. Um, And what are we feeding ourselves? The other part, you know, that he was talking about really was um, that the second, like what, what do we say about others and um, saying rude or hateful things like gossip. And this chapter really talks a lot about how gossip is really just opinion um, and that it's just someone's own opinion that we either can choose to engage in or choose not to. And to really think about how folks use word um, through gossip to, to, to wrap us all into whatever is happening, you know, the latest and greatest meme or what happened um, in the world on social media. Um, I thought a lot about social media when I was reading this chapter, um, particularly when he started talking about gossip. Yeah, um, yeah, social media is a lot of gossip if you think about it. It's like kind of uh, enlarged the gossip culture, I guess, of like talking about people and what they're doing and not doing, etc. So that's a good example. 
Right, right. And it it did. It just, it just, when he said gossip, the first thing I thought about was Instagram. <laughs> That's all I thought about for me. And I was like, oh my gosh. Um, but, um, you know, another way to be impeccable with our words is, you know, not even repeating the hateful or mean things that we hear about ourselves and or others. So just because we hear it, do we have to repeat it? Um, and even if it's something that we heard someone said to us, how do we get into a practice of not retelling ourselves that same thing over and over, which is really hard to do. And I think that is why he pressed, you know, being impeccable with your word at the top, because if someone were to tell me, Rushley, you're stupid, mm -hmm. um, I, it would take a lot of self-talk for me not to hear that again. Mm -hmm. Like, as an adult, as a grown woman, it would be like, what? Mm -hmm. it, it would it would shake me um, and say, like, how, where did that come from? What is that about? Am I stupid? So um, I thought that, you know, the way he flipped it into the internal and the external was really impactful for me. Um, the other piece about being impeccable with your word was um, valuing the impact of our energy and how we show up into the room. And if we think about what we're telling ourselves, um, if I am telling myself I'm stupid and if I have to show up into a room, how am I going to, you know, operate with authenticity and integrity and to show up as my full self in a room with others? It's not very likely. I'm going to probably shrink. I will cower. I won't speak up. Um, I won't use my voice. I won't do a lot of things because I think that I'm, um, I'm stupid. I've accepted what someone has put on me. I think that we have to be mindful of what we ingest and then what we say, because that really will impact our energy. Or if I came into the room um, really positive, um, because this morning I had really had a really good praise and worship moment and I was, you know, high on life, um, that's going to reverberate to everyone else in the room. And folks will, you know, be joyful and happy. Um, and to think about, you know, what we share in that conversation may be very different if I came in, you know, with the energy of I'm stupid. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. I didn't highlight this, but like this also plays into directly with parenting for sure. And like the things we say to our kids. And so it's important to be mindful of what words we're speaking over them, even out of frustration, because there are things that, you know, we remember. Um, we all can even think of our own, you know, childhood and whether our parent meant it or not, um, we remember it and carry it. And sometimes I've heard of people bringing stuff up with their parents, like, Hey, you remember you did this? And they're like, no, I don't remember that. Um, mm -mm. and I think that that's important because it is about, again, how we speak to our children. What are we telling them about themselves? What are we telling them about themselves when they're frustrated? And a lot of that messaging is rooted in what either we've heard about ourselves, we believe about ourselves, um, and how we perceive or have empathy or, or not with ourselves. So I really like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other thing that you just made me think of when you said that it's how we parent is, you know, sometimes we'll call like grandma, auntie, uncle, best friend, like, hey, my child's doing this. Or this is what's happening. This is what she said to try to get input. Um, but we forget sometimes that they're right or white, like we're right, they're right there. Like we may be on a phone call. And we may be having this conversation in front of them. They're listening to us. Yes. And so I have made it a really big habit of not to talk about my child. Like she's not when she's uh, when she's there, like she's not there. 
uh, if that makes any sense. So like if she's present, I'm, I try not to have that conversation about her like she's not present because it's like, yeah, I'm three, but I'm sitting right here. <laughs> Like, why are you speaking that over me? I'm right here. So I, and and we often do it, like, because sometimes we're trying to get advice or guidance. This is the only time we can get a phone call in. But I, I've noticed that I try to be very particular about, and I'm not perfect about it. And that's why I'm, um, I have to really be conscious about it because I'll, I'm quick to get a phone call from a loved one and they'll ask how she's doing. And then I may want to go down the story of what happened. I'm like, oh, break, I'll call you later. <laughs> I can't, you know, like I have to tell you about this later Um, because it's still speaking words over them. And it's like, well, no, like, is that fair to do in their presence? Right. So, right. Yeah. 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 So it's, again, it's just kind of being impeccable with our word. And that starts with awareness. So I actually want to highlight what can be the negative impact of what happens when we're not being impeccable with our word. So the first is that we pull ourselves and others down. We can misdirect our anger with others. We also can live in a space of judgment of ourselves and others. If you find yourself often, you know, judging others, it's very much rooted in how you're judging yourself or how you have been judged. And then also that we gossip about others. And so those are four ways that if you see yourself doing these, it doesn't mean we're trying to be perfect. It's just, we need to reel ourselves back in. Whoop, I'm crossing it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because all of that impacts your energy. You know, you talked about earlier about how you show up in a room. Well, if you're somebody who's judging people, talking about people, angry all the time, it's like, you're not bringing, you know, joyful energy into a room when you show up. That comes with you. It's heavy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the folks around us, particularly our loved ones, they, they can feel it. Absolutely. And our children, most of all. They're, I think they're like like little six sensors. They can, they can feel everything. Absolutely. They're very emotional, emotionally aware, especially when they're um, younger. You know, um, they can sense it. Like my daughter points out when we do story time, like that's the first thing that she points out is the emotions of the people. Like... They're sad, they're happy, et cetera. Like that's the first thing she's in tune with is the emotion. And I know like, mm-hmm. even as I'm saying that, reflecting on my own, again, like just upbringing and connection with how this stuff has showed up for me because of, you know, disruption and chaos, I had to develop a keen sense of awareness of what the emotion was in the room and what was going on and how heavy was the room I was walking into so that I knew how to shrink myself Um, and quietly, you know, go to some other, you know, spot. So it's just important to just think about like, what is that communicating to others? How is that setting the tone for my household? Um, How is that setting the tone for me as a parent? So there's so many ways that, you know, it seems small, but the things we're saying to ourselves and others make a big big impact. Mm -hmm. Right. So with that said, We want to actually lead you in a guided meditation. Um, We'll kind of do this together. I'll walk you through it. If you are in a space where you can comfortably sit, um, if you can lower your eyes and it's safe to do so, you can do that. If you're driving or listening to this, then, you know, just maybe operate in the awareness of being alert with what you're doing and being present in that um, and just focus on the breath parts of the meditation. 
So I invite you now to focus on your breath. And without making any changes, notice the pace of your inhales and exhales. If it feels comfortable in your body, begin to lengthen your inhales and exhales. Think of it as an effort to fill your lungs to capacity and then to completely empty it. We'll do this three times. So deep inhale in and out. Inhale in and out. Once more. Inhale in and out. Allow your mind to settle in this moment and begin to reflect on what it means to be impeccable with your word and how that impacts yourself and others. Now think of a conversation that recently uplifted you or someone you spent time with that really lifted your spirit. Who was the conversation with? What about that person lifted your spirit? Now without judgment or blaming, shine the light on your use of words in your own life. How do you speak to yourself? How do you speak to others? Are there any communication patterns that you want to let go of? Are there any communication habits that you want to do more of? Now shifting your focus with what you reflected on Set an intention for this week to be impeccable with your word and make the changes in your communication that align your energy with truth, love, and a deeper sense of empathy for yourself and for others. Once you've set that intention, return your focus to your breath. Take a deep inhale in and out. Deep inhale in and out. Then return to your normal pace of breathing. Holding that intention in your heart and in your mind, take it with you throughout this week. And bringing your awareness back to this moment. If you've closed your eyes, you can open them. 
We thank you for practicing with us today. And we hope this information has been helpful to you on your birthing journey. Thank you for listening to the Black Maternal Health Wellness Podcast Series focused on mental health. Please visit our website and social media at SAC Healthy Baby. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.